Boom. Hang on. Check, check. Double boom. Double boom. And boom. we are live on Santa Cruz Waves. Welcome to what number, Neil? 396. 396 off the lip radio shows. Which is remarkable because we thought we had last five shows. So uh, it's yeah, it may be six. So to be in our almost a 400 is amazing. And again, welcome everybody to this great show we got planned for tonight. Uh, Joy Flynn is here. Welcome, Joy, to this show. Hi, everybody. And, so happy uh, to be here. Joy, you're in the camera now. So we wait. Uh, I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm really smiling right it's now. Hard with these masks, I right? know. So you people out there listening tonight we're gonna figure out not only what joy has accomplished who she is and what she believes in we're gonna get a lot of history tonight about you <laughs> and the little bit we've heard so far is very interesting first and foremost i first became aware of you from a photo of you on a knee in downtown santa cruz right from a would we call it a march um an action i it's call an it an action. action okay from an action mm -hmm. that you spearheaded is that a correct word i can use yeah i organized it you organized yeah it. and i put the word out and it, people caught the spark and needed it and came stuff from that day what day was that it was my may 30th may 30th mm -hmm. quite a while ago now yeah. and so st but the photos from that kind of went viral i i mean I, I saw especially one with the chief and the, the, yeah, the, the, one with the mills mm -hmm. correct and mayor justin cummings yes that picture was amazing in fact I shared it here on the Instagram of the Santa Cruz boardroom. Um, I, we had Chief Andy Mills here. It was one of the highest liked photos in the history of the social media of this business. Oh, wow. Which is I impressive. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah. which is impressive. Um, well, can you explain what motivated you? Let's get back all before that. Like what people, when they organize, there's a motivation. Yeah. What was your motivation for that? So, um, you know, I, I was sitting in my home um, by myself and really still kind of grappling with what happened with Ahmaud Aubrey and the shooting of uh, Ahmaud Aubrey, just a black man who went for a leisurely run, something that everybody does, something that everybody can relate to, many people, especially here in Santa Cruz. It's kind of what we do. Uh, and then just also grappling with being in shelter in place and not really knowing how to make sense of it all. And then everything with George Floyd. Uh, and I was just so kind of distraught and, and confused and really em emotionally charged. And again, found myself sitting there pacing in my house by myself, like, what do I do? I need to do something like this isn't, why isn't anybody talking about this? And it was just crazy to me that I hadn't heard from anybody. Nobody had reached out to me. I'm um, on this WhatsApp thread on um, with this group called Black Girl Magic, and I kept looking at it, kind of like a, a girl waiting for a guy to text, right? <laughs> I kept looking at it, like, why, why aren't they saying anything? And um, I was like, wait, I can say something. I can be the one to, s to say this. And I was just moved to action. And I wrote, basically, meet me at the clock tower at 9 a.m. on Saturday. And it started there. And then um, this woman named Cheryl Williams, she caught the spark. And she um, wrote a little... Um, note and asked me you know do we wear something do we you know say something and i said we're gonna um write the names of um people n that we know uh, of that have been um mistreated by police violence or killed by police violence um and write it on a white piece of paper with black ink and then at I think it was 9.28, we're going to take a, a knee um, because that's when uh, 9.28 p.m. was when George Floyd was pronounced dead um, during that public execution. And uh, I just, f again, felt really compelled to, to do something. 
and clearly people wanted to join. I reached out to my other um, groups of friends on Facebook and Instagram and then they spread it out and they spread it out and it just caught it just caught fire. Had a lot of people um, tell me the, the day before and mind you, that happened on a Saturday morning and I sent that out on a Thursday morning. So while it was days in the making, it was years in the making. And I'll get to that in just a second. But um, it was it was just so incredible the the response that that came from that and just the clear desire to mourn together safely. Um, and I think people just didn't know how. And again, people wanted me were saying, oh, be careful, because the night before was when all of the violence had started um, even in San Jose. So there was a concern of it being in um, Santa Cruz. And I said, I know my community. I know who we are and what we need. And I know that it's going to be be okay. I know that people are going to be peaceful and it's going to be safe. And it was. It was, <laughs> yeah. And I gave clear directions because I wanted people to, you know, you see these marches where people are not social distancing and um, we've seen an uptick in COVID because that's a real thing. And I would feel terribly if I put together an action that caused somebody to be sick. Mm -hmm. um, but I knew as a, as a community, we needed to have a safe space to come together to mourn. So in my directions, I said, go down Pacific Avenue and, um, and you know, I went with chalk and marked six feet um, apart from people. Unfortunately, those squares are um, a foot apart. So every every six squares, yeah, was yeah. <laughs> it worked out really well. And there was just a line of people on both sides. How many people came? Um, they figure uh, about a thousand, maybe a little more than a thousand came to that particular action. Did you see when Mayor Cummins and Chief Mills I did. I uh, oh yeah. When, you, when, when mm -hmm. they, and were you, were you, were you? Did you see them when they took a knee? I did. did I did. What, did was, you, go, what was going through your mind at that moment? What were you going to say, Neil? No. Sorry. Did you invite them? Did you invite S the authorities? So yeah. Yes. Um. I uh, had it on. Um. A, a, somebody gave me some advice to reach out to Chief Mills, and I had um, just with the uh, activity and the um. I'm very involved in the community. I had met Chief Mills a couple of times in passing, so I was somewhat familiar to him. And so I um, I had reached out to him on Facebook and said, hey, I'm, I'm doing this. And um, I had actually, um, ha because I'm on the board for the Second Harvest Food Bank, at an awards dinner a year prior, sat next to um, now Mayor Cummings, then Vice Mayor Cummings, um, at at dinner so he was familiar with me as well and oh. I did not have his contact so I couldn't reach out to him but um he came to it uh, and then Chief Mills met me ahead of time um and just w I have some other pictures that haven't been shown in the media that I'm happy to share with you of the two of us together and just talking and he was just I'm here to support you you know you have this you know right to to protest and, um, you know, whatever you need, just let us know. He put me in contact with one of his other, um, with one of the other officers, gave me the direct phone number um, in case. My, my biggest concern was a provo provocateur. Mm -hmm. And that was what we saw a lot of um, over the, the, you know, the, the weeks that passed May 30th was these provocateurs, which were known as the Boogaloo Boys and actually white supremacists who would um, yeah. provoke and ensue violence. Um, and it really wasn't coming from um, the, the, the intention right. of the general population. Right. Yeah. Their, their intent is to tarnish exactly make it look like a bad it, it make event. it yes mm -hmm. and and kind of make it look like um you know black people are being violent and rowdy and all the you know kind of the negative um uh biases that already exist that those provocateurs were there to kind of um instill that um and cement that idea about none black of that people. happened though 
Not at mine, no. Uh, and one of the things interesting, too, Neil, about uh, Chief Andy Mills is I felt that was one of the first moments that um, almost made the police look human. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, it was right. needed. Yeah. Right. And it was so important. Yeah. Because um, there's bad seeds everywhere. Uh, absolutely. We know that. Yeah. And the, the bad gets all the press and the uh -huh. good doesn't. Right. And I felt that was a good moment and well, it needed to happen. If, if the chief had just taken one knee by himself, no one would have cared. You know, because he was there with, mm -hmm. with with Justin Cummings. Yeah. You know, if Justin Cummings was there by himself, ah, then they, the, they right. wouldn't made a big, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But the two of them together, yeah, they were coming coming together to make a stand. Yeah. As, w as one made a big, ma it was a huge event. Right. Or a huge moment. It I was. Say. It r it really really was. And um, to me, it was you know both standing in in humility and both standing in a desire to see and and work for change and that's what i've actually seen from both of them <laughs> since and um you know in that moment we you know when you're in a moment um i i saw it and i did not get the impact i was overwhelmed by the the feeling of peace that was across downtown that was incredible. I, it was supposed to rain that day, and it was a bright and sunny, gorgeous day. And the silence, and I understand the power in silence. And it was, when everybody took a knee, it was silent, and it was just overwhelming. Um, but in that moment when, when they were kneeling together, uh, again, I did not, see the impact a lot because I don't have the same relationship with police personally. I mean, I've had in, in incidences that, um, you know, weren't the best, but, you know, historically speaking, the relationship between black people and the police is uh, not a good one. And, um, you know, you mentioned the makes it made him and the police look human. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's the whole thing is that we want to make black people look human, you know, uh, and in the city and in our county, we have our police officers and we have our deputies. And for me, all of them are fellow community members. I'm looking at all of them as f fellow community members. Like we are in this together and it's us as a team against racism. And when we get too much into black people against police, because again, if you look at the history of policing, it was created to police black people and property and slaves because slaves were property, right? Right. So that that culture and that history is um, has, has not really gone away. It's continued. But yes, but um, you know, just yeah, the the humanity. It, I think the two of them together, you know, kneeling in in solidarity with one another, to me showed the um, that again that openness and that that um, saying of yes, that this is not okay this needs to change and um it i've i've come up s to some interesting um conversations around you know people feeling like it was um Contri go contrived ahead. contrived right. yeah and um you know and and it's based on personal experience and f and for me i i don't see that and having you know worked with both um mayor cummings and chief mills um i I'm happy to be working with them, and and I'm excited for the change that can uh, since happen. Since that moment, since that moment, have you s uh, you're working with them together? Have <laughs> you seen them move forward with with ch with some changes? Oh that yeah, er er that uh, yeah will be put to action, yes. as you say. So, uh, just to name a couple things, the um, elimination of the um, carotid hold, which is also known as the um, or the carotid restraint, which is also the chokehold. Uh, <coughs> that is no longer um, they're not <coughs> no longer using that um, the no not warrant which is what caused um, Brianna Taylor to um, well they they used a no not warrant to go into Brianna's ta Brianna Taylor's house and murder her 
Um, and so that that's a dangerous thing because they were in the wrong pl- they were in the wrong house mm-hmm. with the wrong people, and so a no knock warrant um, is will not be happening in Santa Cruz. Um, I know that Chief Honda in um, Watsonville also is not using the carotid restraint has eradicated the carotid restraint, and my understanding is San Diego did too, and then um, uh, Governor Newsom. Um, has banned it across the state of California. Have you gotten any backlash? Have you like, I mean, uh, like, because p- people take th- their opinions are sometimes like everyone's got an asshole and an opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was, was there ever times that you were like, oh, hey, dude, back down? Or were you were a little nervous with people's response to what you were trying to achieve? Well, it's interesting that you say that. I stay off of. I mean, I'm on social media. But I, I fortunately have not gotten that, that I've seen. I'm sure people have their opinions, you know, and, and uh, may not like what I'm doing. But I don't, I don't really care. I'm doing well, what I think is what I, I'm doing what mm-hmm. I think is right. And I'm working with the people who also feel like what I'm doing is right. And um, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't really care what people think. Well, I, uh, th- in Auburn, I, you s- I think you were saying earlier that you have a relative in Auburn, mm-hmm. but in uh, Nevada City this weekend, they had mm-hmm. a, a peaceful protest, and um, some local bullies wearing Trump T-shirts went out mm-hmm. there and started pushing people around, mm-hmm. and and it was, I was so disappointed, yeah. and we didn't see that here, if, if from what you were saying. Right? So I, I, I don't want anybody to think that Santa Cruz is exceptional. I mean, we have great people. We have great, you know, beauty here. And and there's a lot of really wonderful things. But don't don't think for two seconds that racism and that racists aren't living here in Santa Cruz because some of the other actions have um, have brought up some um, bias and and racism. um, one of the biggest things that happened is there was a noose that was hung in um, on UCSC up at UCSC and then one in Felton too and so you know th- there there's been there, there's been some I I've had a couple microaggressions but these are from people that don't know who I am or what right. I do and um, it happened during the bioluminescence it was really quite interesting um, just I recently just recently yeah wow. yeah yeah so but I mean it 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 happens. I don't let it, you know, get me, get me down. There's just. Can we can we ask what happened? Yeah, sure. Um, it was just f- really fear based. You know, I was down there by myself, and um, I my phone died. And there's a trail that takes you down the hill. And I mean, so I grew up in Corlitas, and um, very close family friends live um, in Rio, and grew up over there and uh, all like the flats platforms hidden beach is where i boogie boarded and um and i used to jog that whole way right. uh, all around there and so i knew this trail and again i didn't have my phone so i didn't have a light and so i asked these women um you know and i had the the aptos capitola uniform on my um you know my my lululemons and my <laughs> my my uh, my hoodie my little wharf um hoodie and um my uh trucker hat you know that's the and my tennis shoes it's the uniform right, right? right. um so i feel like you know i'm i'm blending in i look like a local i mean this is my stopping grounds and i was like hey i'm trying to be really um creative on how to because nobody was coming up and down and i needed some light and i was like okay i'm just gonna do this in the dark and whatever and i asked these two women i went to two women people that were together and um wearing the same uniform <laughs> and mm-hmm. i was like ladies i'm i'm scared my phone died i gotta walk up this trail can you just call my mom she has no idea where i'm at and then once I charge my phone, I'll call her and tell her that I'm safe. And they were, they looked at each other 
sideways and they were like uh, okay like what what what's really going on it was very it was mm. I, I could just tell and it was this oh it was this oh shit moment for me i was like oh shit i'm black <laughs> and um I, I had this conversation with somebody the other day they're like that's your book title oh shit i'm black because <laughs> growing up here you know i'm looking out at everybody who's white and then i was like oh wait right so um, they were like, well, we're walking up. You can walk with us. But they bolted. So I was still in the dark. And they w they went way, 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 way ahead of me. And it was just, I could tell they were <laughs> afraid. They were just afraid. And it was just their own bias about, you know, their experience with black people. I couldn't, I didn't take it personally. But I was like, oh, that happened. Wow. So how do you not take it personally? I mean, how do you just because it's them? It's yeah. just their own racial bias. They don't know anything about me. They did not know who I was. They did not know. I mean, and it was funny because I was talking to um, uh, another friend of mine, um, a black woman who grew up right there. And her dad is a pretty prominent figure in in the area who's a black man that lives, you know, footsteps away from there so it was just interesting to have this experience right there where i where i consider you know my home right you know that this happens in my home do you do you feel comfortable in this in your own town would you feel it's one of the reasons why i don't really travel outside of it you know i've had people ask me if i wanted to move away and i i know how to navigate it right and i know yeah. where to go i know where not to go um like not like I won't go hang out in Felton, you know, or Ben Lomond um, or Scotts Valley for too long. Um, I know not to drive through Capitola at night. Um, you know, just I know I know how to navigate it. I know where I'm welcome. Wow. Well, I did not know that, TC. Yeah. Well, in yeah. previous before you organized this event in May, mm -hmm. have you ever done any activism or community organization so um i i've done so in a volunteering sort of way um really working for um uh education i was on the i was the pta president this sounds so <laughs> hilarious <laughs> but um i didn't realize how political a role that was i was for my kids school for for three years and you know help raise money to um, provide chromebooks to all of the kids just so that they could all each classroom could have um, chromebooks and um, make sure that the teachers were well taken care of so that they weren't spending their own money just so that um, kids could have the resources that that they needed for for school and then um, the other thing I've served on various boards and um, right now I'm on the second harvest food bank board which is you know it's it's social activism fighting hunger and and food insecurity um and then also i'm a friend of the walnut avenue women's shelter mm -hmm. so these That's are awesome. just ways that i've always kind of been involved in social justice and just being in my own skin i don't mind going into white spaces as a black woman and making people think right now Go ahead. Uh, I, I have a 29 year old son, and, and TC's girls uh, same about the same age, and I'm, we never, I've never discussed racism with my boy. I'm sure you've never discussed it with your girls, but you, you've had to discuss this with your kids, right? Growing well, up, as far as uh, what they, what they may be expecting, what they have, maybe have to go through. Well, with my oldest daughter, um, you know, I, I. I don't know that I did as well because I was such a young mom and I just kind of lived through my my life. And she did talk to me about experiencing racism um, when she was at Aptos High. And I kind of just was like, this is a part of this is a part of life and, and who we are. And, and, you know, you can't take it personally. And, you know, here, let's find some safe places for you. Right. Um, with my other children, my son is kind of racially ambiguous and he's only 12 and he, um, has not had to deal with it. And then my daughter is, um, white presenting. And, um, so it's something that I'll have to talk to her about as, you know, standing up for people with the privilege of white skin that she has. Uh, something just came to mind. You, you, I might met you working at a golf course, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's <laughs> golf course here in town, which is that yeah. kind of white man's world. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there was this. 
there was this i mean i've we talked and we i think you did an ad on my show before or whatever mm-hmm. but there was this bl- there was this black woman beautiful beautiful black lady mm-hmm. you know doing up front right up front the off your office is right in the front there mm-hmm. black lady and she's selling the whole wedding package and any other event that and any any oh. event any you yeah, were any booking the big events you were booking yes. the big events yeah so was, was that a challenge for you well i try to say something was yeah. he nice to you no he was terrible <laughs> <laughs> no yeah no neil, neil was neil was <laughs> one of the nicest okay yeah. i mean how yeah. were you well, i miss that that's why i'm one of the reasons why i'm so happy <laughs> there's a group of uh guys there that i would always the regulars that i would love to see see and look forward to seeing definitely was, it, Neil was there any challenges came up in that in that world um it's interesting i was in my own little bubble in that office i loved that office right. um being in there it was when i had to move down into the dungeon that was <laughs> that was challenging um no i mean i worked with really um open-minded people with the pe- with um when i was booking especially um the r- the regular um events that I would book and then you know the the nonprofit sector um, that job was really a good thing and it helped me grow in in my knowledge of the community and who the community players are and so it played a big role in um, me um, making the connections that I have today with with community members like I did um, a couple of events for the um, United Way and um, met the CEO there, Keisha Bowder, and um, so you got a lot of good connections out of that. Yeah, yeah and then good. I served on the board at the um, the chamber, the Aptos Chamber, with um, supervisor friend, and so made that connection. Right. And by going to those meetings, I met um, I've met Sheriff Hart, and so th- it makes having these community conversations around racism and changing policy and coming to understand why things are the way they are yeah. a lot easier. And uh, and because the introduction has already happened, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I have a background in in sales, and it's really just conversation and providing a service and and you know being curious, and so that's how. I've led all these. She's going into politics, Neil. I know she is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh-huh. a, uh, the, 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 the ducks are lined up. You know, she's mm-hmm. got the sales angle. Uh, talk to anybody. You got the connections right. you're she working t- on. She can talk. Yeah, I mean, it's it, there has to be. I is what's what what do you have a a, a five year plan? Well, it's it's interesting. It's uh, you know, I was asked to run for city council. I don't live in the city of Santa Cruz, so. Um, I would have had to move, but I feel like right now I'm learning so much and uh, there's just such a big opportunity for me to do more as an active community member and community organizer um, than there would be for me to run for office right now. If I were running for office right now, I feel like that's where all of my energy would be going into. And, and right now I'm able to, you know, continue these conversations around budget and, you know, because there's this whole thing that we haven't even talked about with defund the police and, right. you know, those hot button words, um, you know, talking about, you know, budget and how budget can be reallocated to, you know, benefit black lives in, in the community. And uh, so well, and maybe we could talk a little about that because no. um, the, the defunding thing is, is used. It's weaponized now in politics. And to me, and maybe you can educate me. I see I'm here defunding is more of like the social service programs mm-hmm. and things that police doesn't need to be involved with. Maybe county or city needs to be involved with not taking deputies off the road. Right. Am I wrong by that? No, 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 no. You're you're right. You're right. You're uh, and and I'm I'm not an abolitionist because remember I said I look at our um, our deputies and our uh, officers as community members. So you know I don't want to abolish police and then have a whole nother disenfranchised group of community members. You know I want us all to be able to again come together to fight racism. Um, and so it's about finding ways to uh, look at, at the budget. F- for example, bringing in social workers, like you said, or um, mental health workers, so that um, if there is uh, you know, a, a mental health emergency, 
that a police officer is not trained to address yeah. that then you know a social worker or a um, mental health worker could come in and and that exists to some extent but to a bigger extent it, it needs to happen and one of the so needed in our community. oh yeah I absolutely mean, I, I, mental health to me i think is um, the number one is is a fire that has n there's no firefighters fighting it right now right it, it needs help yeah and really when it's interesting because when we're looking at all of this through the lens of black lives matter and i i want to be clear and, and make sure everybody understand that there is a difference between the organization Black Lives Matter and the movement Black Lives Matter. Um, and so just Can go ahead. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Because sure, I'm sure, sure people sure. who are watching right now know what that means. are like, what is the difference? Yeah. Because I've heard some negative things about the organization I have no knowledge of. Yeah. And I, and I fully embrace the wording. Right. Absolutely. And, and so that's just it right there. It's just. I don't know enough about the Black Lives Organization to speak to it um, and understand it. I've tried to and I've looked into it, but um, I'm I'm busy doing other things that I don't want to mm -hmm. research that. But the Black Lives Matter movement is just that. It's about Black Lives Mattering. And then there's this whole thing about All Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter and, you know. Typical reply from people right right but if that were the case then we wouldn't need to say black lives matter and for the past 400 years we've been shown by action that black lives don't matter mm -hmm. and so that's really where it comes from is about really bolstering the idea of humanity which we spoke of earlier yep. and um and dignity for black lives because there is a lack thereof when you see a public execution of a black man named George Floyd. And that wasn't the first time that that had happened. That's just the first time we'd seen it. And that wasn't the first time that that particular police officer had done that. That was just the first time we'd seen it. You know, and I was so pissed off that day. Yeah. I literally. I Good. I understand how America reacted because I was so pissed mm -hmm. off. Yeah. So I, I, it didn't surprise me. Yeah. That was the boiling point. Yeah. Of just because you have nothing to lose at that point. And yes. if you have nothing to lose, then you're Oop. just going to, and, and it is crazy making. And it's this, this relationship with the United States and black people that is like this narcissistic relationship. And you have this, this racial gaslighting that goes on and you're told that, that, everything's fine and you have enough and you know wh why are you complaining and then something like that happens and it just is it, it makes people just snap mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people yeah people i mean did. it makes people blow i mean mm -hmm. it, the whole thing's just a, it's a you know the, with a nascar driver well, yeah, well right? oh and god all right yeah. and oh then, god, and yeah. then it, what's going on in sports and, and kaepernick it's, it's and, and well i was just going to bring that up because you know look at the the, the grief and um that that happened to colin kaepernick mm -hmm. and then i'm so proud of lebron james and the nba i'm so proud of baseball and i'm sure there's people out there who say they're not proud they think it's disgusting i'm proud to see it's come to this. I'm proud to see that statues are coming down. I'm proud to see that there's no Confederate flags because that's my America. I feel like though the Trump flag is like the new Confederate flag. Yeah, um, I went to the lake a few weeks ago. There were boats driving around and I was like, oh, I don't feel very comfortable here. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why didn't you feel comfortable? Because I just feel like that, you know, they just replaced the Confederate flag with this Trump 2020 flag. Right. And it just is like it, it's a sign and, and symbol that, um, you know, they they there's a belief system there that they they want to keep and have be in place. And I don't I I have a hard time. It's sad. And it's only white people, <laughs> you know, and so it That's makes it. Yeah, it, it just makes it. It just, you know, if I saw somebody driving down the street right now, it would make me, f it would make me feel really uncomfortable to, s to see that. But I mean, it's interesting because 
I understand, you know, the story that you were telling me about somebody, you know, spray painting a Black Lives Matter sign, you know, people probably have the same reaction to that, which I just find odd. It's it's a really interesting time. Uh, What I would say to anybody who's watching, the most important thing you can do is vote. Oh, yeah. You know, and get counted in the census. Yes. Yes. Very important. Get counted in the census and vote. Those are my two calls to action. I always try to lead. And write that and write that book. Oh, shit. I'm black. Oh, shit. I'm black. (laughs) Yeah, I'll work on that. Uh, Oh, shit. I I, this election is so polarizing. Oh, God. Um, And we could talk a little bit about Kamala Harris. I know that's big news today. Mm -hmm. We both agree that we don't know a lot about enough about uh, about it. Yeah. Really make a judgment call. Yeah. But I'm, I, I think it's interesting that she is the first female of color to ever be a presidential ticket. Yeah. Um, uh, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's all about awareness. It's all about accepting mm-hmm. accepting people. And I feel like that's a good start. Yeah. Um, I don't know about enough about her. I think she'd have to, with what little I know, I think she'd have to um, kind of explain herself and, and kind of point out areas where she could have done better and where she will do better moving right. forward for the black community she's tough yeah that's why she is where she is when she debates pence that is going to be like a national holiday because uh i just have a feeling that she's going to do a really good job yeah i i mean one can one can only hope i just i mean she's got to be t- going going in her field and she's a black woman. She's got to be tough from the day one. From day one, right? Which That's isn't fair. Why? As soon I mean, as you step wha- in the door, she knows she's got to have it. She's got to be tough. Yeah. You're meek. You yeah. Get she's had to work way harder than, than right. you know, pretty much everybody in the room. Do you feel you have to work harder? Oh than hell yes. You do. Yes, absolutely. So I was thinking about that. You like, you know, we talk about swimming upstream, you mm-hmm. know, and, I, I, and for us, we kind of swim downstream, right? To see we. Do the things or you like just swim. Do the things we like to do. <laughs> you float pretty good these days, huh? <laughs> I float pretty good, but you know. The pandemic 10. <laughs> yeah, good for floating down <laughs> Right? But go, you're up. The COVID-19. There's a lot, lot more going upstream for you. Yeah. 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 And then I had, you know, other things, you know, having a baby really young. And, um, you know, there, there's just... There are a lot more challenges. I, I feel really um, blessed to have grown up here um, where really what I experience are microaggressions. Um, there are areas in which um, education where I do feel like I was ignored or you know not given the um, amount of attention that I, that I could have been. Um, so looking back, I, I see that. And so that caused me to have to work harder to be seen and um, you know, just again, areas in, in education and then in, in the workplace, uh, I, I've been really blessed to be in front of, um, just some solid men who hired me, you know, and, um, saw, saw me just as a person and as a a person of value to the company, um, and bringing value as a woman and bringing value as a black woman to, um, the companies that I've that I've worked for. So, and again, yeah. being here and and experiencing racism on a microaggression level, and but knowing it's real, uh, and and you know, little bit of police um, tomfoolery, um, mm-hmm. but not not to the extent that um, my other black w- brothers and sisters nationwide have um, yeah. but i i feel it that's the thing is there's a connection there and i feel it and is that connection what you feel is that why you were pacing in your room that night or pacing in your yeah. home is because of that connection that yeah yeah and i need i feel it and i need yeah. to do something yeah yeah and i i want to i i as as a mother the idea of saying goodbye to my son and having him be like, okay, I'll see you when you get back from your run. We're having, you know, lasagna for dinner. And then him not coming back because he's black. Like that just terrifying. Yeah. yeah. And then with Brianna Taylor, you know, my daughter is 26. She's, you know, the same age as Brianna Taylor. And it just, so I want to make, 
this place, even if it's just Santa Cruz, create a template for change that could potentially be brought nationwide. But I do want to create at least a pocket of safety for my my family and future generations. And I don't care. I was thinking about it today. Like, I'm going to pass away. My name is going to pass away. And, you know, the words that I say here, people aren't, we're going to archive it, but people aren't going to go digging for it later right, on. Right. All I care about is that there is, you know, real policy change that lives eternal so that cops can't fuck with black kids, you know, in right. the same way. And that we enact the Karen, Act, that we put the Karen Act in order, which makes it uh, illegal to call um 911 for racially charged you know a, a black man is yeah riding his bike down the street and i feel uncomfortable like right. that's bullshit you yeah. know well, i love how uh was it carrying with the dog walker is that carrying yeah yeah mm-hmm. so. i think so yeah just, it might be one it's of the perfect <laughs> yeah. but it's th- that was so ridiculous yeah and then the bird watcher the it's bird ridiculous. The, mm-hmm. yeah. um it's just it's it's maddening to me mm-hmm. Because uh, I, it just, it, uh, like, yeah. like I said, when, when, when all of this started, I, I just wanted to do something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I get it, and I'm so proud of you because. Thank you. It. Uh, I always say that my philosophy in life is: if you save one person's life, you're you were here for such an amazing reason, and that's all it takes. Like you're the hard work you do. If one person yeah. is saved, right? Yeah. Then your place yeah. on this earth was like success well i appreciate you saying that because really i was watching this thing on Goalcast last night and and one of the guys was saying is it's just you know it takes one person to make someone's day or break someone's day and that that's all i have to work with is one person just me and then i was raised thinking okay you can be the difference you can make a change and so i kind of put that to the test right with this putting out this text it was a text that went out in 48 hours and what's that group called again oh it was black girl magic yeah yeah. and then it was uh, you know my um the the larger community of um of of people that i've met in the years that i've been here and the work that i've done um the service work that i've done and um you know my parents are i'm modeling behavior too my parents um are really involved they my dad um helped to build shrine coffee which is the new coffee shop on the west side and my mom helped to um build saint francis high school Hmm. down in south county so i've seen them do service and then my aunt who's passed away helped to start um what used to be called santa cruz county health options um which is now Central California Alliance for Health, which is the managed Medi-Cal. Again, another social service, right? So I'm modeling behavior and and taking their example and being that one that can make a difference. And, And what I really love is that it's brought the black community together in a way that um, I'm told has never been um, done before because I knew I needed it and um, I'm, I'm loving seeing mm. everybody come together because we're not seen. We're, we're right. so fragmented. It's like it's very rare to see, you know, two black people walking down the street. And then if we do see one, we're probably just like, oh, they're from out of town. They don't actually live here. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm that's one of the things I'm I really like proud of. You've, you've made a ball of snow and you've put it on the hill mm-hmm. and you're giving it a little push, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's wha- what you've done. And hopefully this thing is just going to yeah. steamroll down the yeah. hill. Yeah. I'm like, sh- I saw that and I go, I know her. She's <laughs> <a dad>. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a wedding planner. <laughs> well, <it's> <laughs> <laughs> you seem very motivated. Yeah. I feel really inspired when I have people who um, who who see it, who get it, and you know it's really discouraging when when I come across people like the um, gentleman that um, you know I I spoke to. I I think I told you. and who just did not want to see the black perspective and got really kind of uh, defensive when I um, gently spoke about white privilege and gently spoke about um, 
you know, the fact that he wouldn't understand just be, I mean, because he's not a black man. Like I'm never going to try to understand you both as, as men. I just, I, I'm not going to be able to do that. Right. And so especially Neil. Yeah. But, um, I, I get so those types of conversations can be really discouraging and then when I hear things about people you know spray painting you know Black Lives Matter sign it it just makes me sad to um, to to see honestly where these people are are, are flawed really it's just a, a flaw and and in some ways they're a victim of the society that they were brought up in to mm -hmm. believe that they are superior um, but they're not willing to look at the fact that they may not be <laughs> superior. Right. Right. Um, but where I get really um, energized is when I talk to, especially men like you, white men who are just like, you, s you see it, you get it, yep. and um, you're willing to, um, to talk about it and, and talk to other people about it and, and point out where, um, where our system is really broken and really flawed and where it can do better and be better and where the dignity of black people needs to be recognized and how they need to be treated better. Um, we're, we're glad you came on the show. Yeah, for yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Now, um, I, I was trying earlier, you know, you possibly will aspire to be on a council someday, <laughs> but is there, a, is, is there a brass ring in your life? Is there something that if, if the sky was a limit and we could – put joy in a position that you would just dream to be, what would it be? Like, what, what Oh, I could be president of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, uh, you seem like you're on, you, you are strong and you are driven, but it, what would, what would it be for you? Driven? Yes. Um, you know, again, I, I, I'm, I'm honestly after hearts, you know, really, cause, cause, we can change policy because it's not it's not illegal to be an asshole, right? But if we can change policy that makes it Ill illegal to be a, an asshole, like to call nine one one on a black man who's riding his bike down the street, that's an asshole move, right? Um, but really, where the change is going to happen is in the the hearts and and the character and the minds of the people holding the bias, and um, kind of encouraging people to step out in humility and um and and trying to see the dignity in the human being right and um understanding that that for 400 years this has been a thing and that you know yes there's been some changes along the way but it's not it's not equitable and the justice system is is jacked up and you know things need to be better for for black people and yeah. well, and, and around the world yeah I, was, I was so yeah. impressed by george floyd's protests and in how it Europe. inspired yes you know like yeah. in russia and like yeah. crazy places i was yeah. watching today i mean i'm a big soccer fan yes so in england now in england all the soccer players before the game starts they on one one knee mm -hmm. for 30 seconds okay that's in england so I'm watching a game today. I turned on a game today. It was in Germany. I'm like, well, this is, this ain't going to happen in Germany. I didn't think it would. But oh, no. They got down on one knee. Yeah. Them, so it's it's no longer under a rug anymore. Yeah. Right? It's it's now, it's now out in the open. Yeah. And a lot of people, unfortunately, feel like, you know, going back to um, the, the backlash, people feel it's perf performative, you know, taking down these um, statues, changing the names. Um, you know, Mayor Cummings and Chief Mills taking a knee as being performative. Um, after getting to know those two, I don't think that it was performative at all. And I think that, you know, when you see these things happening on a larger scale, like with nationally with these um, footballers, I feel like it's reminding people that this is still an issue and, and something needs to be right. done. And uh, and so while there might be some performance in it, you know, there it is a, a reminder. It's a call to right. be reminded of what we're 
what we're about up against. Five hundred, five hundred more of you around, <laughs> all, around, all around the country. I'm well, sure there are. I'm there sure are there so are, yeah. many. I'm, sure I'm just one, and that's the thing is that, I mean, this is a small, this is a small place, you know. And I'm happy to be building community and building relationships and making changes here, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just one person in Santa Cruz. So to have the two of you, um, you know, spreading this this message and and looking at um, having the the opportunity to reach out to um, community leaders and say, hey, what are you doing to make a change? Because because the black community is so small, we do need you know people to bolster our message and our voice and um, and, and amplify really amplify our our message and, right. and our voice because you're being clear about who you two are and um, and what you believe needs to happen. Well, I feel too, I feel like you're an inspiration to people who are pacing in their home <laughs> and don't know what to do. Yeah. And you can do things and it could be small or it could be yeah. the sky. Yeah. But you have a voice and you can do things. Yes. And if there's anything that I see and take away from meeting you today is that the inspiration to, for people to have the courage to try yeah thank you I because I think important it is and I'm so glad that you said that because I'm 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 not anybody special I'm just a kid who grew up in South County you know I'm the oldest of six kids I have three kids I'm a teen mom I'm I you know went to San Jose State you know I I worked here locally I'm I'm just a Santa Cruz girl you know country kind of <laughs> Coralitos <laughs> and and there's nothing any different about me than there is about anybody else who's listening and um, you know they c it, it really goes back to being the change you want to see in the right. world right. and so um, you know I put that to the to the test and um, being you know I can be the difference I can be the difference well, and even we, a, even a, I was a, not even expecting it. I thought well, I was just going to be me and just like <laughs> maybe like a handful of people down at the clock tower that mm. morning. Yeah, and it just that. like I had so many people like, how can I help you? My friend Chris Davis um, was really like, OK, I'm going to call this person. We're going to get this person. And then I had um, some friends that own uh, the Slough Brewery. They got involved and, you know, they just and then I had um you know, the NAACP and Santa Cruz Indivisible, you know, all these, they just, they got wind of it and they just like spread wow. the word and it Good. was just incredible. Good for you. That's wonderful. I am, I am very proud of you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank thank you. We need more joy <laughs> in the world. That's right. <laughs> well, thank thanks, you. Joy, for coming to the show, young yeah, lady. Um, yeah. Thank you. And everybody listening on me. Santa Cruz Ways, first off, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Um, and I hope that uh, you can inspire yourself to become a Joy Flynn <laughs> sometime in your lives. Right. And and just try to make a difference. No, no yeah. try to make a difference. Yeah. One, one inch at a time. Yeah. Start with yourself if you must. You know, read read books, get to understand the black perspective and really, you know, the the racism is built around um, you know, slavery and the template of oppression was built around oppressing black people. So when that template gets dismantled, you know, every, and the, it's the root of, um, it's the root of racism. Everybody wins, right. everybody. It's not just doing an arm of, of the branch. It's, um, it's eradicating it altogether. So. And please go out and buy her new book, which is, <laughs> which is gonna be Oh called shit, I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> Great title, <laughs> right? So but you you can follow me on um, I'm on Instagram at Assemble with Joy. Okay, and so your Facebook your Facebook you're on? Uh, Facebook I'm on Assemble with with Joy. I don't have a lot of action there, but mostly okay. on Instagram. But I am at um, Joy Flynn okay. on Facebook. Thanks for coming on the show. And, uh, well, after you Thank do you. your next big thing, we're gonna have you back. Okay, yeah, for sure. There's a lot so more good coming sure. out of you. So, you I know. See, so tomorrow you. night we have Justin Cummings, the yes. mayor of Santa Cruz. Yes, yes. Right? and we'll touch on this again tomorrow. And night. I'm gonna when I'm gonna try. Yeah. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, you know I was thinking while we we're having the show. I'm trying. I'm gonna ask Andy Mills to come down here too. Okay. Hmm, good call, right? If he's not busy, if he's not busy, <laughs> he is, well, he's <laughs> just the chief of police. Yeah, so yeah. Let's just see if he's got nothing else to do. Yeah. Come on down here yeah. and we talk about that some more. Yeah. But you know, we had him. On, we've had Andy Mills on the show. And I'm very proud of him. He's very yeah. transparent. He he. When we he first showed up in town. We were the first people we talked to, 
and um, he says, I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to live downtown. And he's done that. Yeah. I feel he's trying. Mm-hmm. Good, bad. Yeah. Um, we need people like that. Yeah. So, um, well, hopefully well, he have to eradicate, um, you know, the predictive policing that um, is, you know, can be racially biased when it comes right. to identifying people. So that Absolutely. was a good move, too. Yeah. Yeah. Joy, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you grab that thing, that camera, and point it at TC and I? Because something needs to be discussed. Uh oh. You know, what, what are we Do you want me to go yeah, around it? That can looks good right there. I think that's good. Let that's me, good. So we need to talk about fishing, TC. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I want, I'm, and this is for your wife. Okay. Right? This is for the missus. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so if you want to explain to the. Uh, the public, what happened the other day? And you're okay. Do you want me, want me to tell I'm the truth? Is that what you want me to? Okay, so yeah. here's the truth, everybody. <laughs> I took Neil fishing with my wife. I immediately. The first day, I caught a. Remember the first day I caught yeah, a rock? Yeah, caught a rock. Oh, yeah, because we went, we went. That's true. We, we went for Dave King's paddle out. It was an amazing uh, day on true. the water. It was a great paddle out for the send off for Dave King. So we went fishing for a little bit, and Neil caught a rock. And it was very impressive rock. There was a sea anemone on there. It was, yeah. yeah, it was very impressive. You were laughing your ass off. I was off. laughing my ass <laughs> off. It was awesome. So lo and behold, he goes, hey, let's go fishing the next day. So lo and behold, yesterday, no, Sunday, we yeah. went back out. Yeah. And we went to my secret spot, and I caught four halibut. Chickens. Chickens, yeah. Small they ones. They weren't impressive. but I And then by, by being my, your wife is like, no. <laughs> Get us out of here. She's pointing where we need to be going at. My wife wanted and she's to go like, somewhere else. Neil, call your friend. Call your buddy up because we need to find out where the fish are at. She was pissed. I took him to the dump. Yeah, we, you took us to literally a cesspool of dirty water. Right. Nothing happened. Nothing. They, they turned on me, by the way. <laughs> he turned on you. Yes. And then my wife took over and we moved to a new spot. Right. As soon as we got there, Neil caught a fish. <laughs> I saw a picture of it. It was yeah. pretty big. <laughs> I'm never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> so I just wanted to make a clear on the air. Guilty. That was fun. It was fun. We had a good time. time. Yeah, it was awesome. So we'll, we'll film a show from out there sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. a good idea. We should do a yeah, show out there. We'll do that'd a be, fishing show. That'd be fun. Uh, now, by the way, just so you know, we did see a mylar balloon out there. Yeah. And uh, which we and did pick up. We did pick it up. We turned the boat around, and got it. So our public service announcement today is: buy flowers, not balloons. Right. Please, everybody. Um, so I want to thank the balloons are terrible. I want to thank everyone. Spon- Can you believe you and I wear the same socks? Dude. What? <laughs> this is not. Look at this. Oh, dude. We got That's... the same damn socks on. <laughs> <That's not good>. <laughs> <laughs> Merge four. <laughs> want to thank Merge four for uh, sponsoring the show. Want to thank, thank Chill Out Cafe for sponsoring the show. Jump Pickup, Beach Nest Vacation Metals. Want to thank. Hold it. Where are they? Roll where the fatties. Chick Chill Out Cafe. Where they roll the mm-hmm. fatties. Want to thank Dave Grigsby. You saw Dave the other day. Yeah. Sweating. He Working hard, pl- fit all that kayaks pattern. flying out of there. So go rent a kayak at the harbor or the Moss Landing Slough. Kayak connection. Uh, yep. come, winter's coming up, so go get your listening, your your custom made earplugs from the listening snack. Yeah, and Justin. listening stacks, you guys know it's right on the corner of Forty First and Capitola Road. And uh, Justin makes the best earplugs and for surfing. The other day, I almost went after we went fishing. Mm-hmm. I almost went to Surf City Sandwich, and I veered away. Because this has got to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got out of the shower this morning. I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I cannot have eaten this the Philly cheese. I mean, I wanted the, f- <laughs> the I wanted Corona nineteen, the, co- yeah. the COVID nineteen. One of the Philly cheesesteak sandwich and said, "No, no, no, go I'm home so and have a salad." Well, because you probably had pizza much. for breakfast or something. I don't, I, no, you're right. <laughs> I want Hot Elevation Studios, which are now to, uh, have classes in the park, Jade Street Park. Yeah, I mean, we should be going. We're going, right? That. I gotta go. Me I too. gotta go. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else sponsors the show? At TC. Uh, um, my friend Sean Robay from Farmers Insurance. Is he stealing your waves still? I haven't been down there. Good, but I gotta good. find out if he's wearing that goofy bracelet. Oh, he has the anti-shark ter- bracelet. An- yeah, yeah. We, need, we need a report on that. We we, we do, yeah. don't we? Yeah. And we how about re- Amber? Your friend Amber down there. Oh, at the brewery. Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery. My mm-hmm. favorite Amber. Yeah. And and speaking of Amber, my friend Ed Fordyce from Frog Pies uh-huh. came by my house last night. Oh, yum. And dropped off a gajillion pies. Well, and he's also <laughs> Neil. The best. I go Ed. We talk about beer because he's South African. What's the best beer in town? He goes, bar none. Hands down, the Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery Amber. Wow! So, I so all this time you've been praising the Amber. They're praising the Amber, and she's actually the best. She's the best. Want to okay. thank uh, Timmy from Pona, which we're going to go to after the show. Want to yes. thank Timmy from Pona for supporting the show. Hey, Timmy. Uh, <laughs> Numa from Aloha Island Grill. Want to thank hey, Numa. Numa. <laughs> thank Numa. Uh, who am I missing? I know those guys. Uh, um, the Wave Clock. Oh yes. Want to thank the Wave one. Clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one over there at the East Side Eatery. But if, if you a great present for to check out the time, absolutely the tides. The yes. weather, get a uh, wife clock, man. How about over there, the core fitness? 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Amy, Amy, the other day. Mm -hmm. Took oh care of you? Oh, my God. She... But she she her car is still in. She massaged me like nobody's business, DC. All right, Amy, Amy, Santa Cruz core. She put the elbow in you. She stuck the elbow in. Oh, murder, <laughs> murder the stuck elbow. The elbow. Oh, oh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. And last but not least, I want to thank Joy for coming on the show. Joy. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Joy for coming. Yeah. Tomorrow and night. Don't by forget the way, your call to action to vote. Vote, everybody. Yeah. Tomorrow, Can't do the not for tomorrow night, Mayor Justin Cummins, who is going to read the City of Santa Cruz proclamation for the late Dave King right here on the show. That's awesome. We miss Dave King. Yeah. And I Both didn't, of us. And I couldn't do it on this show, but on Thursday at my house, it's going to be uh, Gretchen Farmer. Who uh, just swam the length? Took about oh Lake Tahoe. Swam the length of Lake Tahoe. Talk about an athlete! Holy smoke! How long is that? It's gotta be. How long is that? It's 27, I, eight, 28 it? miles in freezing ass water. It at altitude. Uh, altitude. She's brave, right? Is there a Loch Ness monster in Tahoe? <laughs> How far would you go? <laughs> about a mile. <laughs> you wouldn't go a mile. You go For like sure, ten, dude. ten feet, dude. Are you ready to swim a mile? Dude? <laughs> Oh, here we go. Okay, everybody. <laughs> it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Challenge is on again. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you see you tomorrow night with, night, uh, with the mayor. The mayor. Good night. Wow. All right. Well, let's turn off these cameras. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. Oh, that was awesome. Good job. Good job.